right, everyone. Welcome back. We are here with Dr. Bajoy John, the sleep expert, world-renowned expert uh, with the Sleep Fix Academy. That is a .com, so you should make sure you check that out, uh, especially if you have sleep ailments and you're struggling at night to uh, get better sleep. Uh, today, <laughs> fun topic, we're talking about sleep and sexual health. Now, in my experience, whenever you want to have sexual health, you know what I mean? It's always, well, I'm just too tired. But I'm not the one that's tired. It's always my wife, typically. Is that is that that's a common thing I think with just with married men, right? That is so. You know, just being tired, yeah. don't have the energy, not interested, you're not in the mood. Right. So uh, I think she's using it as an excuse, is what I'm saying. Yeah, among many others, maybe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a headache. No. No, we, we're, we're we're pretty good. Yes. So uh I do know that um, uh, when you do the deed a couple of times a week, uh, you sleep a lot better. Okay. You know, it's like getting the poison out. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's actually it's it's a fact. You know that you when you have um, you know uh, sexual intercourse or sex, mm -hmm. there is a secretion of a uh, love hormone called oxytocin and prolactin. You know, mm -hmm. those are hormones that makes that made by nature for relaxing. You yeah. know, so that's what most people after. You know, after sexual intercourse, they turn over and go to bed. Right. So that is a that is a fact. Because you're uh, so, no longer pent up. Correct. <laughs> uh, and and it relaxes you. That, right. And that's the act of uh, uh, having you know sex. That's what the end result is. Though you have those great uh, hormones by nature. Right. And so so that is a fact. It's not a, it's not a myth. You do sleep better uh, after uh, after sexual intercourse. But if you're not you know Sleeping while well, you're too tired. Yeah. So that's a major problem. Well, it's amazing because, you know, to get in the mind, the frame of mind to do the deed. I don't know why I'm talking like this. I should really just say to have sex. Uh, you know, if you're doing having sex two, three times a week, you're in good shape, I would imagine. Right. And it just takes, you know, getting past the first five minutes and just you know, committing to the, uh, the act. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a complex process. It's yeah. the mind, it's your body, how you feel, you know, other health conditions uh, that can affect, uh, you know, just the act. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of patients have like nerve diseases called neuropathy, you know, because of the, the nerve fibers are not sending the signals, you know, vascular problems, you know, the blood is not flowing. So that you just, and, and, and related to sleep, the most important thing is untreated sleep apnea. Mm. You know, time and time again, we have done that. People uh, who, men and women who have sleep apnea, uh, their levels of testosterone in, in, in men is low. And women who have sleep apnea also are not interested in, in sex. Mm -hmm. So that's one condition related to sleep that we can, you know, treat. Um, so the theory is when you have sleep apnea, there's lack of oxygen to the nerves that mm -hmm. supply the sexual organs. So the signals is not going through. So repeated episodes of not breathing well at night deprives oxygen to these, you know, tissues. Hence, uh, uh, you're not able to perform. Is it mainly uh, encouraging couples to push through the, uh, I guess, adversity in the beginning stages of having sex, you know, getting past the mental, getting past the physical and just kind of push through it. It's it's to their best benefit to, to at least, I guess, do it a few times a week. 
Correct. You right? know, it's uh, it's uh, it's the universal togetherness. Yeah. You know, it's it's more than just a physical act. You know, it is more. It it brings couples together, yeah. and that's the final act of love between two. Uh, that's why when you when you have early in the relationship, people have more sex. But as time goes by, you know that you know, life happens. You know, health happens. Your mood changes, uh, and and of course, I'm talking about the impact of sleep. That less talked about. The reason, you know, there's so many other reasons people talk about not having, you know, uh, sexual intercourse. Or, but sleep is one of those important things that is uh, often not talked about. So mm-hmm. my aim is to promote that awareness. Hey, it could be a sleep problem that you're not, uh, you know, able to perform. Right. So, Well, I mean, you've been married for I love 30 years. Time. 30 years, mm-hmm. man. I'm on, uh, we just hit number 22 mm-hmm. myself. So mm-hmm. not too far behind you. Um, I know for ourselves, um, even just taking, I, I go by the two, two, two rule that every two weeks you'd have a day night, uh, every two months you should probably take a night out, maybe go downtown, get a hotel room, that kind of thing, just to get away and rediscover each other. And every two years get away for a week with each other. Um, uh, not been so successful with the every two months thing, but every, we, we take date nights quite a bit. And you got to rediscover yourselves, you know, because I mean, literally two years ago, uh, we went on our 20th anniversary trip to the Keys. And, you know, after 20 years of kids and life and everything like that, you know, of course, if you have a healthy relationship and you still want to be with your partner, you still want to, you love each other, you really do. Like I looked at my wife going, oh, there you are. Mm -hmm. You know, and she was kind of the same with me, like, you know, just getting away from everything. What a difference it made. I keep uh, the relationship uh, fresh, yeah. you know, uh, you have to have it's so many ingredients to it. Uh, but, you know, more and more couples, like I talked in my previous podcast, have something called sleep divorce. They sleep mm. separately mm, right. because of, you know, you know, a simple fact that the spouse is snoring, mm. you know, so the the one of the couples not able to sleep. Usually men have more sleep apnea because of the anatomy of the airways, Uh so, so they sleep separately, and that is a major problem. Even if you're sleeping separately, how are you going to even do the act when you're sleeping sleeping separately? So, it's it's snoring, and that's one of the. If you have snoring, there's more than likely chance uh, you have sleep apnea. So that's easily correctable. Uh, do you find condition. that a lot of guys uh, have a pride issue when it comes to possibly involving a CPAP in their regimen? Correct. Uh, so, you know the. The one of the commonest thing is low testosterone. Mm. People don't understand why is the testosterone low, and you know there's a lot of uh, you know treatments you go to clinics to get a testosterone shot. But if you can fundamentally understand why there's low testosterone, because you're treating the cause. The real cause in men is uh, in, in in age group between about forty to fifty, uh, your testosterone kind of drops at that age. Right. Uh, I call it the andropause or menopause in compared to you know menopause in right. women. Um, so, so the re- one of the reasons why the testosterone is uh, low is if you have moderate to severe sleep apnea, the testosterone is low. Yeah, uh, you know the blood circulation to the the genitals or the testes is not much uh, because low oxygen creates the blood vessels to be narrowed. So that's and and I also talked about the low oxygen. So once that is corrected, your levels are, tend to get better. And one of my common referrals to my clinic is men who have a low testosterone or low libido. So I'd imagine even the oxidation of the blood gets affected when, you know, sleep apnea happens. Correct. 
So uh, prolonged health benefits come along with that. Like my father died at 64, was a consummate, consummate snore. I mean, just would shake the house. Um, I'm just, I wonder sometimes if he got, I don't know if it was a pride thing or if maybe CPAPs were prevalent at that particular point in his 40s, which I don't think they were. Um, had they been, if he could get past a pride aspect of it, which I think exists, you know, for me, I know there was. And then I finally just succumbed and, and said, you know what, if this helps my wife sleep better, it helps me sleep better. It helps me get oxygen into my lungs, therefore my bloodstream, and helps me prolong my life. It's worth a shot, you know. And now I, I can't, dare I say, I can't live without it, you know. Yeah. I, I do miss it when I accidentally don't put on the headset and stuff like that. And I get the the pain in the back of my throat because I snore. And uh, what a difference. What yeah. a difference. Not only CPAP, you know, my favorite take on CPAP is, you know, CPAP is the gold, st uh, you know, standard for treatment of sleep apnea. It's not sexy, but yeah. it gets the job done in the bedroom. That's right. one of my common phrases that I use, you know, when I treat men. Plus, there are other treatments for sleep apnea. There are newer technologies there. There are, you know, the newer device called Inspire Treatment. There's mm -hmm. Oral Appliance. There's Excite OSA Treatment. So there's a lot of treatments uh, uh, available. So the message is sex and sleep is not very talked about. You know, uh, poor sleep can be one of the reasons why couples are not performing. And also in women, like I said, sleep apnea can affect the, you know, um, you know, affect uh, uh, the interest in sex in women. And also women, when they attain menopause, there's drop in estrogen and that causes uh, their, uh, that causes the collapsibility in the upper mm -hmm. airways. And they are also more prone for sleep apnea. And of course, there is this uh, syndrome called uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome, uh, which is associated in women where there's, uh, you know, cysts form in the ovary and the testosterone level is higher and they tend to gain weight and they also have more sleep apnea. So th those are all correctable, you know, causes of, uh, you know, poor sexual function in men and women. So I, my aim is to, uh, in my book that I've dedicated a chapter for this, this is not well talked or I'm trying to bring the awareness that, hey, if you're not... If you're having issues in that area, you know, poor sleep or sleep problems could be a reason. Yeah, yeah. And are, are there a lot of women who are on CPAPs? Is that a thing? Yes. Uh, really? You know, uh, women by nature are protected uh, against uh, sleep apnea till they attain uh, menopause. So, like I mentioned, when the hormone drops, you know, things, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the tissues tend to more collapse more. So, the incidence is a little bit higher. Uh, so there are a lot of women patients uh, uh, with uh, uh, on CPAP. And, and more interestingly, women with mild sleep apnea are much more symptomatic. They're more tired mm. uh, than sometimes with men who are medium to severe sleep apnea. So so one of the reasons for tiredness is, uh, is they have mild sleep apnea. And I, and I take that you know, seriously when, when I, you know, see women and women also don't tend to report most of their complaints like snoring and tiredness. They, they, they take tiredness being a fact of their life. You know, mm -hmm. you know, they have so many responsibilities, but it could be a sleep problem. Yeah. My wife is very, very tired. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, uh, struggles with sleep. Um, I've actually told her about some of the uh, recordings we've been doing some of these podcasts and she goes, Maybe I need to buy his book. I said, yeah, you probably do. Yes, <laughs> so, I mean, there's more information in there. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The uh, the story that you tell in the book, um, in the chapter Sleep and Sexual Health, is a gentleman named Nathan. Um, he came to see you for uh, sleep apnea, and uh, 
You said he, you could tell he was struggling with embarrassment. Uh, you asked him about his family, and he says his wife, Hannah, was still drop-dead gorgeous, quote-unquote. Even after having two kids, she was an amazing cook. And you said it was obvious that he enjoyed her cooking. <laughs> <laughs> A little uh, backhanded compliment there, Dr. Bajoy. Um, he was only 45 years old. It's like, you know, a lot of guys can relate to Nathan, yes. right? Um, he had a history of high blood pressure and diabetes. Thankfully, I haven't had diabetes, but high blood pressure is there for me as well. Um, hadn't been sleeping well, though he and Hannah had been complaining, or Hannah had been complaining that his snoring was super loud and was keeping her awake. And your your suggestion was very simple. You know, get on a CPAP and start working out, dude. Correct. You know, and it seemed to turn him around. Yes. So six months later, I mean, did he drop some weight? Yes, he did get better. Uh, he's still on CPAP, but, you know, I was able to lower his pressure and his blood sugar was controlled and his, uh, you know, blood pressure is controlled. Right. Uh, we talk about, you know, the impact of, uh, you know, sleep and other uh, medical conditions. But overall, he got better and uh, he was able to uh, enjoy his life much more better. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because uh, without the CPAP, you, uh, in my case... Uh, I was able to stay at a certain weight, but on the on the CPAP, I gained a few pounds. It's like smoking. Once you're smoking, you drop some weight. That's awesome, but you're smoking. When you quit smoking, you put it back on. Correct. You know, it's like all the good things are they have side effects. That's the way you know. You just got to put more effort out there. Everything. That's good. It's like taking stairs. It's not easy. <laughs> There's no easy way out. You got to do it. You know, it's the hardest thing, you know, because the easy things, you know, like grab an easy snack, stay mm -hmm. up late to be on the phone. Yeah. But when you have a discipline, then it's, uh, you know, you have a structure. Yeah. Because I want to expose the uh, superpower of sleep that once you have it, the joy of being more productive, mm -hmm. you know, is something you know, just phenomenal that you can be more productive uh, by sleeping better. So I would, th I would think it's fair to say for everybody listening that if you're struggling with sleep and going to sleep at night for both you and your, your partner, um, just do the deed, man, because it's a natural sedative. I mean, after you just feel good and it just kind of puts you to knocks you out. Correct. And then if you have a sleep problem, that could be the reason why you're not able to quote unquote do the deed. Once right. you correct the problem, you will be able to. Or just push through it, man. You know, and guys with the CPAP, put your, my father used to say, put your pride in your pocket where you put your money. Uh, let's see, let's put your pride in your pocket where you put your uh, libido, your, your, your mojo. Maybe that'll work. Maybe, maybe that's something like that. Thank you so much for being with us again, Dr. Bajoy John. And how can people find and follow you? Now you can visit me on my website, uh, sleepfixacademy.com, or you can see me in person at my uh, sleep wellness clinics in Brentwood, Tennessee. Absolutely. And if you know anybody that's suffering with sleep issues and ailments, share these podcasts with them, especially in the certain uh, subjects. Make sure they go to uh, sleepfixacademy.com. And by all means, make an appointment with Dr. Bajoy John. He is the, the universe's foremost expert on sleep and uh, improving your sleep life. Thanks for being on. Thank you.